Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. What up? Welcome in. Mm-mm. How you doing? Good to see you. What are we going to talk about? Oh, football. Oh, football. Uh, Dan Byers here. Jason Stewart's here. The super talented Lorena, who like we're, we're teaching her to be a more avid sports fan. Um, and we're all recovering from yesterday's football, right? Like I could go into any of the other stories in the world of sports, but they pale in comparison to Championship Sunday, where the Chiefs are going to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. And they're going to match up with the Niners, who, of course, they came from behind to beat going back uh, four years ago in the Super Bowl. Right? So all of this is really interesting stuff. You know, I want to start with Lamar Jackson because I understand that the statement I'm going to make isn't fair. Okay? But you know what else isn't fair? Life Sports in general, scoreboards. Right? I, I, I fully understand as a person of sports. That's actually, I think, how we should start introducing ourselves. Hi, I'm Doug Gottlieb. I'm a person of sports. What does that mean? Well, I played them all growing up. Played two of them in high school. I played one of them in college, one of them professionally. I follow all of them. I just love sports. Like Sports to me is so much... Cleaner, simpler, there's less outside, there's a, just, there's a scoreboard, there's a winner, there's a loser, there's adjustments. I like, it's a very easy way for me to process life in sports as opposed to life in general, right? 
but as a person of sports, I can tell you sports and scoreboards aren't fair. They're not always indicative of who the better team is, who the better player is. But it is the end to any discussion. Because you can say this went against us, that went against us, this ref, that fan, the, the, the cleats, the whatever. But once we have more than just one game and we have a bigger sample size, that's who you become. Right? And think about how we look back at athletes. Charles Barkley never won an NBA title. So Charles Barkley is a great player, and as a broadcaster, he's in any conversation of the greatest broadcasters of all time. I mean, you, you watch TNT when Charles isn't on. And they'll have Shaq on there. They'll have some of the same pieces, and you're like, eh. You got Barkley on there, you're like, I cannot stop watching inside the NBA. He's that good. He's amazing. Just his presence, his humor, you know, his insight at times. But Barkley is forever known as the guy who couldn't win the championship. Pat Ewing couldn't beat Jordan, couldn't win a championship. They had one chance when Jordan was out, couldn't do it. Right? Michael Jordan is not just Michael Jordan because of Jumpman. He really is Michael Jordan because he was in the NBA Finals six times. He won six NBA titles. Football's the same. Dan Marino is known as the best quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. Only been to one. And the reason that Tom Brady is considered the greatest of all time, Tom Brady was not the greatest quarterback of all time. Aaron Rodgers, way more talent and a Super Bowl and more MVPs. Um, I would say that Peyton Manning probably had a higher football IQ and did more with less in terms of his own internal talent and didn't always play for the level of coaches. I think Tony Dungy was a level of coach, of a, but didn't always play for Tony Dungy. Um, we judge people by, at the end of the day, if they win and if they lose. That's not fair. That's not always equitable. It's not usually a fair fight, but it is what it is. Lamar Jackson's team lost. Lamar Jackson didn't play particularly well. Lamar Jackson did make some plays which could have made made it closer, made it a big game, but his rookie wide receiver got called for taunting in the was that the first half, which I I don't really I don't like taunting, but it's the AFC championship game and it wasn't like unless it's egregious, if you're a real official, you grab him and go like, Hey dude, it's the AFC championship game. You want a point first down, fine. Get back in the huddle, otherwise I gotta throw a penalty. Instead, you throw a penalty, you, you ready shoot aim with the penalty. You don't need that. But regardless, he gets a, he kind of melts down on that penalty, and then he fumbles at the one inch line. Those two plays, but especially the fumble, those aren't the fault of Lamar Jackson, right? Not the fault of it. But the Ravens had the best defense remaining in the playoffs. He's still on his rookie deal, albeit his fifth year. So this is the best roster he's going to have around him. They had the Chiefs in, like, the Chiefs offense scored zero points in the second half. So it wasn't like they had a lead and they had to keep scoring because here comes Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is a great quarterback. Maybe the greatest to ever play the position. They had three three and outs of six possessions in the second half and scored zero points. 
you get the ball six times, you, you can only score three points, and you're the Baltimore Ravens, and you're the quarterback of the team, and you're the two-time MVP, sorry, dude, that's on you. Doesn't have to be fair. OBJ disappeared. Zay Flowers with a couple bonehead moves. You know, might have been pass interference with that interception, likely, albeit he threw the ball in the wrong spot. That ball's supposed to be up right at the goalpost and likely can go make a play or no one else can catch it. He didn't throw it where it's supposed to be. If you think that it's fair, I will give you a name. Buyer, again, and and I, I know that you have a ton of knowledge, so the second I say it, you could probably wax poetic on it. But just real quick, if I say Alex Smith, what is he perceived of? How is he perceived as a playoff quarterback? Uh, not well. And as a game manager. Right. Game manager, not, not great. Okay. But, and this is where I, I, again, I haven't prepped you on it, so I don't expect you to know. And I did prep on it, where I'm watching, and I'm actually watching the second game and listening to the second game last night. And I was thinking to myself, you know, Lamar Jackson is going to be judged now as a guy who can't win the playoffs. Right? Now, he's won two playoff games in the four playoff years that he's been there. Should be pointed out, he's always had the best defense on the field. Okay, but he's only won two playoff games and can't win the big one. That's his, can't win the big one. And people would say the same about Alex Smith. And Alex Smith hasn't been an league MVP the way that Lamar Jackson has. But in 2012, right, January 2012, his last start in the playoffs for the San Francisco 49ers was against the New York Giants. Now, all history remembers is that Alex Smith's team lost. The Giants won. The Giants then went and upset the New England Patriots and won the Super Bowl. Right, and Alex Smith once again came up short. So the next year, when Alex Smith was playing great, got a concussion, gets replaced by Colin Kaepernick, when he's back and he's healthy, people are like, why would you go back to Alex Smith? He can't win in the playoffs anyway. Right? Dan Byer, is that a fair? Is that yes. a fair? Okay. Yep. But the last playoff game he started with the San Francisco 49ers, he played great. And they win the game. If not for his kick returner, Kyle Williams, having not one, but two fumbles. Let me repeat. He played great. He outplayed Eli Manning, who's going to the Hall of Fame. Outplayed him in the NFC Championship game. This freaking kick returner fumbled the ball twice. Byer, is that an accurate depiction of the game? Yes, especially okay. the second one. Right. Does anybody ever mention that with Alex Smith? You know, I, I know he wasn't good in the playoffs. But man, there was, had they beaten the, like, think about it. You beat the Giants. You go to the Super Bowl. You might beat the Patriots that year. You beat the Patriots that year. And yeah, he's the game manager to win a Super Bowl. But that he is, he was the number one overall pick. He, they went from terrible to once they got a hardball winning. Like, again, it all changes if they win that game. Or at least he goes to Super Bowls where he goes like, hey, I went to a Super Bowl. It's not fair. Okay? But that's the way we judge quarterbacks. So I won't have any of this discussion about, well, you treat them differently because... No, we don't. Okay? Every one of these guys has an incredible amount of pressure, and if you win and if you lose, it's, it's part of your record. 
It just is. Right? It, it really, really is. I mean, hell, Peyton Manning was widely considered the greatest quarterback of all time when he retired. Remember, Brady went on, won a couple Super Bowls afterwards, and kind of cemented that legacy. But when Peyton retired, everybody's like, Peyton's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And there's a lot of different reasons that he didn't play as well in the playoffs. He's basically like a 500 playoff quarterback. But nobody cares. All we judge by is by results. And when you make a ton of money, which Lamar will next year, the criticism will be even worse. When you don't win in the playoffs and you're in the regular season MVP, the criticism's bad. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, mixed race. It doesn't matter if you're a throwing quarterback or running quarterback. I didn't say it's fair, but the statement is pretty clear. As of now, until proven otherwise, I don't care if it's Todd Munkin's offense, okay, or if they run single wing. He hasn't shown the ability in the playoffs to be good enough from the pocket to win you big playoff games. And I'm not sure he's going to get a better opportunity than at home against a fairly average Kansas City Chiefs roster with more rest, more momentum, and an offensive play caller that he kind of handpicked and they don't have a huge book on what they were going to do in certain situations. And they still scored three points in the second half with six possessions. I could lie to you and tell you that Lamar is awesome. He's one of the greatest ever. But he's not. He can't be in that conversation because he doesn't win that game. And he hasn't shown the ability to win that game. Fair or unfair. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG, only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. 
One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Stug Alley Show, Fox Sports Radio. So um, there is something to guys that you can't quantify with arm strength, with overall speed, with size. And while I'm sure there's lots of you who uh, think I beat up on Brock Purdy when I just didn't think he was an MVP candidate, you know, competitive greatness, being great when greatness is called upon, is something that is a definitely intangible quality that came out yesterday for Brock Purdy. Here's Kyle Shanahan talking about Purdy's performance. I thought it was the difference between winning and losing. Um, he made some big plays with his legs, getting out of the pocket, moving the chains and some first downs, getting some explosives. Uh, he competed his ass off today and it wasn't easy for any of us, but uh, he kept grinding and uh, was unbelievable there in the second half. You know, the Ayuk throw, which was that amazing deflected catch, was a bad bad decision, bad throw, uh, ended up being okay. His guys did help him out. Um, you know, McCaffrey only 90 yards rushing, but some, some key important uh, first downs. And look, he had to spread the ball all around, you know. Debo had, what, nine targets, Ayuk eight, but only caught three of them. Uh, C-Mac had five with four catches. Um, you know, Kittle only had three, th- uh, three with two catches. It was not a thing of beauty, but they figured it out, and they were helped out. Obviously, Lions' big fumble helped them out. Um, but I, like, look, I would, I think he has all of those attributes you want, but there are some limitations with his size and and overall like arm talent. So does it work in San Francisco? Clearly the answer is yes. Will it win him a Super Bowl? I don't know. Because as much as he won him the game, both the past two games, would they have been behind if they had somebody else? I don't know. The, the greatest compliment anybody can give you, Kyle Shanahan gave his quarterback. He competed. Coaches don't often talk about how good somebody is, how how inept they are. They they just want dudes that want to compete. And that is definitely a quality that I think Brock Purdy shows he has. Uh, all right, let's get you to uh, our special guest. Dante Whitner joined us. He plays 11 years a defensive back in the NFL. Most notably, he played with the Bills and he played with the Niners. Now, he's an analyst for NBC Sports Bay Area. We love having the former Pro Bowler on give us his unvarnished opinion on the games. Um, okay, let's start with the Niners' defense. What changed at halftime, Dante? Because you go back to the Packers and their ability to run the football outside the numbers, and then the first half, I mean, Detroit kind of had their way with the Niners. What did the Niners change at the half? Well, they got back to fundamentals. And in the first half, they committed every cardinal sin in the run game that you can commit. And that starts with setting the edge. Nick Bosa, Chase Young, they both lost contain multiple times. And that's when 
uh, uh, Gibbs and Montgomery was getting to the outside of the defense, and then the secondary contain, having a young nickelback like Diamador Lenore not having secondary contain, corners not getting off blocks, that's why you get dominated in the run game. And then when you're pursuing the football, if a defender goes underneath a block and doesn't fight over top and turn it back into the teeth of the defense, you're going to get gashed again. So uh, up front, not getting off blocks, disengaging, that's a, a recipe for uh, giving up 140 yards on the ground in the first half. And that's all they did in the second half was get back to basics. They did go to some simulated blitzes. So when you look at that Nick Bosa first sack, um, they did some things where they stood Chase Young up, Dre Greenlaw off the ball. They showed four, the protection turned left. And Dre Greenlaw, Nick Bosa comes free. They covered two behind it. That's how they were able to get off the field on fourth down. And then being able to come away with a big turnover in the fourth down stop. So they just got back to fundamentals and the want to, and that's what defense is, the want to get the ball carrier on the ground. What do you think about the decisions Dan Kell made on going for it? Well, he acted like he was playing against his eight-year-old nephew and Matt, right? When you go for it on fourth down like that, and um, the players, the organization, and the coaching staff, they, they, they trust you with their best interests, and you make those type of bonehead calls, you pretty much deserve the move. So he risked it too much. He did it all season. They just caught up with him. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you. I, I think, and, and you tell me if I'm wrong, like he didn't say anything about analytics, so I think it was just he went by feel. But on the road in the playoffs, my biggest issue was you're up 24 to 10. That's the one you got to kick. You got to go up 17 and keep, keep scoring points. You know what they say. They say pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Sure. And he got greedy in those moments, and he got slaughtered. And he let down the city of Detroit. He let down the Detroit Lions franchise and those players in that locker room. So if it's anybody to point the blame on, you point the blame on Dan Campbell. You take the points in that situation. You go up 17. Hopefully your defense can get a stop, come away with a turnover, and then you're really sitting pretty. So they had the game in their hands, but it slipped out. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Brock Purdy, uh, honest assessment of his play. MVP this year. With the way that Lamar Jackson played, with the way that, um, you know, he's played all year long, leading every statistical category, three runs in that second half for first downs, that's a true testament of a quarterback. When your team needs it, no matter if you need to throw the ball, take a hit, stand in there, get outside the pocket, improvise, he put on a show last night. The first half wasn't as smooth as he would like it to be, but in the second half, I believe he went what? 13 of 16 for 175, a touchdown, and three big runs on the ground. Brock Purdy is my MVP. All right. Um, why the struggles against the Packers? Why the struggles in the first half against the Lions? Well, I think the struggles versus the Packers were a combination of Russ coming off that long layoff. And even in week 16, before the bye week, majority of the starters didn't play. And there's a difference between practice speed, game speed, and preparation. Sure. So I would say that. And then Brock Purdy has an eight and five eighths inch hand in the rain. And you could see it that he wasn't comfortable gripping the football. He had a lot of low throws, high throws, but just the pulling the ball down in the red zone, getting the 49ers closer to a touchdown. Brock Purdy showed that he has it. And then the struggles yesterday, uh, I'm not really sure why. I think you have to give some credit to the Detroit Lions. That defense played phenomenal in the first half, they set the edge. 
had those defensive ends very wide. The cornerbacks played a lot better than I thought that they would play. They came away with a turnover. Um, but there's prevail. They figured it out, and that's what championship teams do. In the second half yesterday, the defense and offense in the second half, they pretty much had to play perfect on both sides of the ball. Um, they had to come away with some big stops on defense, some fourth down stops, get the ball back for the offense. And then the 49ers offense, they had to put touchdown drives together. Uh, I saw a stat that said the 49ers had 10 possessions in the second half and first two playoff games, and eight of those 10 have come away with points. And I think six of them were touchdowns. So it's about putting it together when it matters, and that's what great teams do. That's what championship teams do. Um, you mentioned Lamar Jackson. Uh, is it is it fair to say, as of now, he's not good enough throwing from the pocket to get you to a Super Bowl, let alone win one? I'm not going to go that far, but I'm going to say there is a huge difference between regular season football and playoff football every step of the way. And the things that you can do during the regular season to a lot of the mediocre teams, um, the great teams are going to figure out a way to stop you. And that's what Kansas City did yesterday. They didn't rush past the quarterback. They didn't have a huge disparity in their run in their in their gaps. The secondary played phenomenal and came away with the win. So yeah, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens thought they were just going to walk through the playoffs and on to a Lombardi trophy and they had another thing coming. The Kansas City Chiefs has that championship DNA and you can never overlook those guys. Hey Dante, great stuff as always, man. Can't wait to see you in uh, Vegas, get ready for the Super Bowl. Your analysis is always, always respected here. Thanks for being our guest. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. I'm just sitting there, like, jotting down notes, listening to him. Like, man, this is so good. You got anything else break in the last 30 seconds? Um, no. Nothing no. else you want to get to? Yes. You know, wax poetic well, at all? Well, no, you know, we did get a, we, we did get a tweet about, uh, this is from uh, uh, Jason, and he sent it to, uh, to you and me. Saying that, uh, and I'll and I'll read the whole thing. I love you, but dang, Purdy played great. It was a great game. He played better than Lamar Mahomes, and not by much. Golf too. They don't win without him. Sorry, you can't see, but he's the quarterback that they needed. Well, I, again, was, I, I I don't remember saying he played played poorly in the first half. They weren't great, and he helped lead him in a comeback. But like, my my issue has been and continues to be. That I just the tangibles there, I think eventually will catch up with him. I just do. I thought yesterday was the perfect depiction of what Brock Purdy means to the 49ers, what he means to the NFL, and this on the heels of the NFL award finalist that we had last week. Of again, Purdy is a finalist for MVP. He's not a finalist for Offensive Player of the Year. And sometimes these things can get mixed and you know construed a different way. But you do have three guys who are up for both. And you have Christian McCaffrey, you have Lamar Jackson, and you have Dak Prescott. And they are up for both of those awards. And I just think that sometimes, depending on which way you're arguing, Purdy, for or against... You lean a little bit too much to one side 
um, if if you're a, a Purdy hater or a Purdy lover, I thought it was a perfect representation. The plays that he made with his legs on third down were magnificent. Mm-hmm. Heck, the, even the touchdown throw to Ayuk after they had the you know the ricochet on a third down, threading the needle. Another another great throw. But Christian McCaffrey again, ninety yards on the ground. What a couple of touchdowns, forty-two yards receiving. Kittle wasn't a factor until late, but still, Ayuk had the great catch on a. There would have been a penalty on the play, but also that pass could have been intercepted. Sure. But it was just it was to me it was very representative of what we had this week. Of yeah, Brock Purdy did show his value to the 49ers yesterday, and was a huge part of it. And when they needed him to make plays. Uh, he absolutely did. But it also doesn't diminish the performances of maybe others, including people on his own team, like Christian McCaffrey or Brandon Ayuk, who also made big plays. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I, again, I thought Dante's, outside of Dante going MVP because Lamar didn't play well, I, I don't agree with that. It is a regular season yeah. award, but it's also like, I watched Lamar play this year. He was really, really good. Really good. And go ahead. You were going to say something. Yeah, I, I, I was. In the the point that I was going to make was with how these games played out yesterday. The Chiefs completely dominated possession in the first forty minutes of this game. Baltimore only had the ball for about ten minutes. Lamar only had five completions, but it was still a still a one score, two score game throughout that second half. And Baltimore not committing to the run. Is just it was pretty crazy. It made it a one for for what was a, like a much much closer game. And so to see to, just to see like how it ended up playing out with Lamar. And I agree with you that no matter what, from what you said off the top, and for the listeners that missed it, I'll try to paraphrase the best. Lamar may have played okay in the game, but history will just it's not fair. We're gonna look back and he didn't get it done, and the interception Isaiah likely. Obviously, his fault in that scenario, but he didn't have a lot of opportunities in that first half. No, you, you know, I, I some of you point out, which is great because it's like in my notes here, which is it did feel a little bit like Baltimore, and whether it was Lamar or you know whether it was what they saw. It, now it could be based upon Kansas City's alignment, but it did feel like it was almost like they tried to prove to us they could throw the football. Yes. Right, like and I'll and I'll give you the the perfect uh, analogy. Do you guys remember Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson? By the way, his his last year at Louisville was a lot like this. But Deshaun Watson was the best example of this. The year Deshaun Watson won the national championship, people remember like he wasn't that good throwing the football. You know, his numbers weren't as good. And what had happened? They used the basically the regular season. Either they promised him, or he committed to like I want to show people I can throw. And so he was kind of up and down that year. Remember, they lost a pit at home. Um, they could have lost a couple other games. Then they get to the college football playoff, and now Deshaun Watson. All of a sudden, now he's back running again. And you're like, oh my god, this guy's the best football player I've ever seen, right? It was like he. They were trying to prove to us the whole year he could throw when he was just okay at throwing the ball, you know. And I thought that in a in a small sample size. That was the issue with the Ravens. I don't know if it was Munkin. I don't know if it's what Kansas City was showing them defensively. I'm willing to believe that, that you, know, you take what the defense gives you. On the other hand, those first plays are scripted. Right? They go in and they script them. And it felt like there wasn't a balance of run-pass. And I almost feel like it was like we're trying to show, hey, Lamar's better now. He can throw the football now. 
And my whole thing is like, I don't actually care. Just win the game. And then you know what? Sure. People will come around on Lamar Jackson. So, uh, it's Doug Gottlieb Show. We're live at TyRiot.com studios. We will hear from Dan Byer. And when we're supposed to hear from him coming up next, that's my bad on this one. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing great. Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. We're at the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. Hope you get there. Unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping. Free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Um, we got a lot to get to this hour. I think you'll truly enjoy. We continue to recap everything we saw and some things we just wonder about from um, the NFL playoffs. Dante Whitner is going to join us. Of course, he played 11 years as a defensive back in the NFL, three-time Pro Bowler. He's an analyst for NBC Sports Bay Area. So, obviously, he was at and watching the Niner game yesterday. Their come-from-behind win over the Lions. We'll ask him about Dan Campbell's decisions. We'll ask him about Brock Purdy. We'll ask him about that uh, what, what adjustments Steve Wilkes made because, man, they were giving up points like water in the first half and, uh, and, and changed something, something, at the half. Before we get to that, though, let's do a little love and hate on a Monday. What did you love? God, I love you. And what did you hate? Meet these player haters. Okay, love and hate. Let's start. Let's start with. Hmm. I'm going to start with Dan Beyer. Dan Beyer, tell me something you love. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I heard Dan Byer was available. He's not available currently. Let's start with uh, you, Jason Stewart. What'd you love? You know what I love this weekend? What? I love seeing uh, Steve Spagnola get his due. Um, he had an amazing scheme for the Ravens. You can put as much of it on Lamar or what have you or Zay Flowers, but uh, Spagnola, especially that first half, was spot on and 
I had read something last week that really piqued my interest, that John Harbaugh, the coach of the Ravens, said that it's kind of a shame that Steve Spagnola has not gotten that second chance. Remember, he was the Rams head coach. And you just never hear him in the mix for jobs. Um, and it really stinks because at, he could win his third Super Bowl with the Chiefs. He won one with the Giants. And yesterday after the after the game, you just heard commentator after commentator praise the guy. Um, so it's good to see when – Someone who has paid their dues and put that much time in and still has it going and is still on his game gets their due credit. So, Steve Spagnola, uh, congratulations. Okay. Um, Elena, what did you love from the weekend? Um, well, I definitely loved how you said my name right there. That was creative. <laughs> let's let's Lorena, say that. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I definitely loved how close the San Francisco 49ers game was. I was on my toes the whole time. And you know what's crazy is since I don't technically root for either team, every time a team was doing good, I would just scream of excitement. Ricky, our producer from the other room, came in. He's like, Lorena, who are you voting for? Or rooting for? Is that the word? Rooting for, yeah. <laughs> no, people do for? say voting for. I, I've, I've never, but yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I loved. Dan Byer? The uh, Niners won the New Hampshire primary last week, so it was awesome that they were able to uh, to get that uh, to get that edge heading into the NFC Championship game. I'm going to be completely honest. Not a lot went right for me in sports this past weekend. I did not want a Super Bowl rematch from just a couple of years ago. We got a Super Bowl rematch. Uh, Ohio State got drubbed in college hoops by Northwestern on Saturday night. It wasn't even close. Uh, the uh, I showed up at the golf course to hit uh, golf balls, and the uh, I read the time wrong on the email, Doug, uh, where the uh, range actually closed much earlier than I anticipated on what was a gorgeous day on Saturday. So I'm going to go to food, and uh, was in the grocery store uh, about a week or so ago, and Sweet Baby Ray's threw out a, a Nashville hot chicken sort of sauce. I love a good Sweet Baby Ray's. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Let's let's try it. I, they've you know expanded with some some buffalo flavors over the last couple of years. We know their great array of sauces that they've got for barbecue sauce. My wife last night made some cornflake chicken with the Nashville hot sauce of the or the and? Nashville sauce. And? Magnificent. Delicious! It was the okay. biggest win I could have imagined uh, this weekend. So, kind of finding a new recipe, something new to maybe put into the uh, you know into the weekly, monthly menu. The uh, cornflake Nashville chicken my wife made last night, huge win. Okay, and the mashed um, potatoes we bought, by the way, were a different brand, and they were better than the other brand that we had bought previously. So, wait, you guys buy mashed potatoes? I, I will sometimes pick up, yeah, just uh, you know, like a tray of it, real quick. Throw some cheddar cheese in there, whip it up. And the normal brand that we buy, which shall remain nameless, it's always been kind of mid, but it fits the bill. Tried a different kind this time; it was a winner, so it was all good on that that end. Well, I'm, I'm making mashed potatoes tonight by myself. No help from any companies, but I, I I'll take any advice. My my daughter, her specific is she wants a little bit of cream, like basically a stick of butter ton of pepper, a little bit of salt, and then she adds a little more salt. Anyway, that's her that's her jam with her mashed potatoes. Uh, something I love from the weekend? Wow. Um, you know, I, I, I love this element to it. Um, I love 
being right. That's really kind of what it comes down to. I love being right. And I felt like I was right on Lamar and I was right on Purdy. And I know Purdy won and he played well in the comeback. And so people would sit there and go like, wait, no, you're a Purdy hater. Like, no, we've gotten to this place to where anytime you give any sort of reasonable, uh, reasonable um, analysis or opinion on somebody that's not 100% positive, you're a hater. Didn't say that at the time. But obviously super competitive dude and... I love the competitive fight in the Niners where they didn't lay down. And there was all those numbers about how Shanahan hadn't led a team in a comeback. And, you know, up until last game, now they come back two consecutive games. I, I, I think that historical stuff is a bit of nonsense. I understand some of it's the style of his offense. But I love, I love being right about both of those quarterbacks. All right, give me something you hated. Absolutely hated. Start with you, Jason Stewart. You know what I hated? I hated seeing the way the Lions lost. Like, if the Lions would have just played a regular game and gone back and forth or maybe lost on a field goal, it, w- it would have been so much more palatable, I think, for everybody involved. But it was – I'm not even a supporter of the team, and the way they lost was so frustrating and depressing. I mean, if you think about it, it comes down to like six things that happened in that second half that don't usually happen. I think Reynolds has been a sure-handed receiver all season long. And he drops two huge passes. I don't think Gibbs is a fumbler. I, I was reading where he, you know there are fumblers and there are non-fumblers, and he's not a fumbler. And he fumbled the ball. I don't know if you saw that punt late in the game that was like an eighty-yard punt that went right into the air at the one-yard line, Doug, and then it went in for a touchback. Like everything that could go wrong did go wrong. The Niners seized that opportunity, but it was just so uh, heart-wrenching to see everything go wrong for the Lions in that second half. Uh, Okay. What about you there, Lorena? Uh, For me, Doug, it's not necessarily sports-related. I got off work late Saturday night, and I wanted to go in the hot tub at my house. Uh, But there was a car on fire right outside, and the smell from it was so overwhelming. Like It was the worst thing I've ever 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 smelled it was absolutely horrible i hated it was there a body in it why why did it smell so bad i don't know i think it was just the burning rubber and the the whole engine bay you know i didn't see any bodies i was hoping for an explosion though you're hoping for an explosion yeah i wanted to see some big flames um okay dan buyer (laughs) there was a couple months ago a car in our street had blown up in flames our neighbor, two houses down, at his vehicle start on fire. It's crazy. I uh, I kind of touched on a lot of it. I will of of what went wrong because so much did. I really didn't have a dog in the fight of the Chiefs Ravens, and I'll piggyback on on Jason's point about the Lions when they lost to the uh, Washington Redskins. How many years? You know, thirty two years ago, they weren't really in that game. So it's not like oh, what could have been. This is going to live with them, and it happened so quickly. It wasn't even a slow burn. It was boom, 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 boom. And heck, we're there 10 minutes in the fourth quarter, and now the Lions are trailing in the game. So just how that played out. And I just, I don't think that they're, I don't think that they're going to get back. I hated it. I did not like it. I wanted Detroit to win. Detroit was the only team that I had a, that I felt like I was actually pulling for this past weekend. And to see how it happened, see how it fell apart was just disappointing. Well, I'll just I'll say this about 
uh, I loved how quickly it came apart because it's it's a great lesson. Like anybody who's ever been really in sports, you know, like it it does come at you fast. Momentum can, and you're like, wait, we're down now. What the hell just happened? Well, call timeout, make it stop. Like you can't really make it stop. It just kind of happens. So, um, yeah, I I think that one's that to me. I have the opposite opinion, but I understand what you're saying. Uh, my what I hate. I hate the negativity towards the Kelsey and Taylor Swift kiss. And I'll tell you why. Because I was having, I was on the phone last night and everybody's talking about it, right? And then we pretend like we don't talk about it. And they're like, well, that was an awkward kiss between him and her. I'm like, okay, so then um, Olivia Cupo, that's the fiance of, of uh, what's his name? Uh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, C-Mac. Right, they had a little smooch. It wasn't. They weren't making out. It wasn't something from storybooks. You know, Brock Purdy made out with his fiance as well. So it's just interesting. Like we're gonna pick apart their kiss to see if their relationship is real, but we're not picking out Olivia Cupo and Christian McCaffrey. I just hate that stuff. Like I've never really liked the inviting the wags down anyway, and all the other people. But everyone does it. It happens every time. So why is it some? negative thing when we show him and Taylor Swift. That's the part I don't get. I will say this, and I and I truly do mean this. My wife was never a sports fan, yep. and she tried to get into it early in our relationship. And I think she still wants to, but it's just life happens and doesn't happen. She has been more interested because of this story, and it actually has been a positive. I've actually enjoyed that. In, now, she didn't sit there and break down the entire three hours of the game, but she has, over the last couple of months, been like, oh, the you know the Chiefs playing, or hey, the Chiefs won. That has actually been kind of neat, so I've enjoyed that. Would yeah. you say Would you say that um, Taylor Swift has been kind of saved over the last couple of weeks? In other words, if the Chiefs would have gone out last week, after having their worst regular season in this, in this dynasty run... And Mahomes underperforming. Kelsey's numbers were not great. I think she would have gotten a lot of the blame, fair or not, for the distraction she caused. These two wins and and the trip to the Super Bowl almost kind of completely nullifies that narrative. So good for her. And these two games that he's played uh, really have arguably arguably been the best two games he's played all season. Right, which takes away from the distraction idea. Although he was clearly tired and distracted when he went all down way down to Argentina, sure, that was that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree inarguable. With that. In inarguable. Um, did Brock Purdy? How would you, how would you describe how Brock Purdy played yesterday, Dan? I, I'll tell you what. When his his scrambles on third down uh, when they needed it, uh, I thought he was, I thought he was clutch in that aspect and made plays when uh, they needed him to make plays, but just did it with his legs. Yeah, I would agree. He's, he's more clutch than good. That's how I would Yeah. Uh, that, that's how I would uh, that's how I would describe it. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.